welcome folks to a very special holiday episode of Who's Ghost Stories. I am your host, the owner of these dogs, Reiki Master and Medium, Andrew, from Who's Our Reiki and Readings. We have our cryptid expert, paranormal enthusiast, and dog sitter, Professor Alex Wheaton, in the Chewbacca Christmas hat, in the Chewbacca hat, and Archie is, we're doing it. And, of course, coming to us live from B-Town. Parts unknown. The biggest Bills fan ever, Captain Tyler. Uh How we doing, fellas? Oh, just damn glad to be here. That's what I like to hear. So, since, like I said, this is a special episode, we... Don't have one of our normal topics. Instead, earlier this year, Tyler made a joke about how Frosty the Snowman was actually a cryptid. So we're going to make a whole episode off that, and we're going to pick different famous Christmas <laughs> and other holiday characters, and we're going to come up with how they would be cryptids and give them like a little legend. Um, I am excited for this. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, the dogs are here because, you know, my loving wife is not home to watch them. So, say hello, Archie. Hello, everybody. No. I got a list of characters here. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start getting things pulled up. But um, none of our spouses are going to watch this because this isn't going up to like, Christmas Eve. Uh, and, you know, our spouses may never watch it to begin with. Archie's going to take everything out. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Alex. What's your favorite gift to buy someone every year? Whether, whether it's a family member, your your uh, fiance, your friends. My favorite gift to buy every year. Um, I don't have a particular gift. It's I always like to get a small novelty gift, and it's because it's something that my brother done almost our entire life. Uh, my brother, I have a brother who's 11 years older than me, and every year for Christmas, he'd get you what you wanted, but he'd also, like, find weird niche little, like, toys and random collectibles, and so that became a regular thing. So last year, I got him a little mini uh, Star Wars, uh, like, TIE fighter, and it's only, like, this big, but yeah, so I like I like getting little weird novelty toys. There, there we go. That's my favorite gift to give people. Little Ty- novelties. Tyler, how about you? What's your favorite gift to give to people? Or type of gift? The gift of love is really you know, what it's all about. He's know. a romantic. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I'll try to be. He's a he's a good guy. And saving a few bucks on the way. <laughs> exactly. When you're when you're fucking broke, it's about the only gift you can afford. Yeah. Well, Lucky for him, there's free love he can give, and then there's love he can charge people for. True. So. 20 bucks mm. a hug? That's illegal. It's got a name to it, and it's frowned upon. <laughs> Technically speaking, escorting is not illegal. It's prostitution that's illegal. So it's a fine line. Loophole. Loophole. Uh, for me... My favorite thing to get people, I like it when Alex with the novelties, but I'm going to change it up here, go a little different. I like to get people uh, things that'll make them smell good. You know, I like to get them, uh, but different things. Like, I like to get uh, 
like Paris Hilton perfume for ladies, things that they wouldn't normally buy or think of, mm-hmm. but are really good smelling. Cause uh, you know what? That can perk anyone's day up. I like a good soap. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, future sister-in-law actually one year for Christmas got me the uh, Dr. Squatch, the star Wars sense. I've used all but one so far. I love them all. Yeah, I did not. I did not. Use the only one I haven't used is the Obi Wan oh. Kenobi. All right. So that's a little about us and our gift giving. All right. Hey, hey, stop adjusting. All right. So I think first off here, let's go ahead and let's just start with the big dog himself, Santa. Now, huh. I, you know, at first you're like Santa's a human. But I, I don't, Santa ain't no human, all right? He, he lives forever. He has a bag that can hold anything and everything. He commands other cryptids. He's like a cryptid god. And he's very hard to see. You know, you don't get pictures of him. He's omniscient. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. And he knows if you've been bad or good. So be good. For goodness sake. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make, I'm going to have a little hot take here. All right. And you guys can agree to run with it, or you can make your own cryptid Santa here. But uh, I'm thinking Santa might be a Bigfoot. And I'll tell you why. He's good in the snow. You can't see him. You can't, you can't catch evidence of him. He's always around. All right, the only thing is this this specific Bigfoot gives you gifts. So, like, we also don't know how long a Bigfoot lives for. So there could just be a Bigfoot or a lineage of Bigfeet that is giving out toys for all eternity. Hmm. Well, Alex, what do you, what do you, what, what's your cryptid Santa? I... I am thinking. And by the way, you guys can make these good or evil or neutral things. I'm thinking more along the lines of Eldritch God. Oh, oh. like abstract horror that we do not understand, we cannot comprehend. Um, because you're right, he controls other cryptid beings. He controls a whole sled of reindeer. That's insane. <laughs> he controls reindeer. He controls a whole sweatshop full of elves. Like, this man has some deep pockets. And the fact that he is immortal. He's lived forever. He's around forever. I'm just saying, I imagine... Bless you. I imagine that he has a physical human form that... Oh, good catch. He's got a physical human form that we all, you know, associate with him, but I think he's he's more than that. I think he's a being that transcends existence. I think he can like just appear out of nowhere. I I like that. Um Tyler, what what are your thoughts? What's a cryptid Santa to you? I don't know. I haven't really thought about that before until just now. I'd say somewhere between Bigfoot and Mothman. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of appears, appears out of nowhere. You know. But it's about it's about as far as I got with the thought process there. 
You know what? I like it. I like it. All right. So we're both kind of Bigfoot slash Mothman Santa. Alex's eldritch god here. Not gonna lie, so, I like Mothman. That was. So Tyler, let me let me know what you think yep. about this line of thinking here for our Santa. So the people mm-hmm. at home, you're thinking, how would a Bigfoot become Santa? How would Mothman become Santa? Let me tell you, Bigfoot. All right, his tribe of Big Feet has been hunted throughout history to the point where like yeah. they're terrified of people they're terrified of everything like they just don't want to die so they started to dress as people but the only things they could find were giant robes that were red and white so to blend in mm-hmm. with people they had to wear these long hooded robes hats gloves and boots now it wasn't enough though so what they started to do is they started just to give gifts to everybody. And that would make them people happy to see them. You know, peace offerings. offerings. Yeah, exactly. Peace offerings. So they're dressed as people. They're huge. They're big. And they're giving gifts to keep the people from hunting them. Uh, I like it. From Mothman, you know, this is a little darker, but Mothman's a harbinger of doom. Santa, But... To make it easier, you know, he warns the place of doom, but then he gives everyone else presents. And that's where the naughty kids come from. They're, something bad's wow. going to happen to them so they don't get gifts. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. That, mm-hmm. that, that That's our cryptid Santa over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, are, what, are, what the fudge <laughs> nellies, man? Let's see. Tyler, I know your camera's kind of frozen, but it is a giant eyeball with tentacles, feet, and Santa's head. That's what I imagine. It's terrible. I'm glad I can't see it. (laughs) My eldritch Santa. I imagine, so, based off of the design I just showed, um, I imagine that he has the human visage that we come to know and love, but really, that big belly is not a belly, it's it's an eye. It's an all-seeing eye. Omniscient. Yeah, it can see through time and space, and it has, instead of arms, because how can you spread out and give presents to kids all over the world in one night? He's got tentacles that can go through existence, time and space, so he can do it all at the same time with his tentacle arms just coming out from his massive eye body. Okay. All right. All right, folks. You heard some different cryptid Santas there. Let us know which ones vibe with you and gel with you. And tell us why the Bigfoot and Mothman ones are just better. Yeah, I I have to agree. I do like that. I had to take Santa in a dark direction. A little more practical. (laughs) Practical. A little more practical. A Bigfoot pretending to be a human to give out peace offerings is practical. So I think we move on to Santa's greatest adversary. Krampus? The, the, the Grinch. <gasps> oh, oh, yes. This, this bastard already has the, the classic cryptid lore to him. He lives up high on Mount Like, he's really, he's just, he's, he's already exists. He's, he lives high up in the mountains all by himself. He hates Christmas. Bah humbug, he comes down. We, we even have the description, he's green and hairy. Like, he is a Bigfoot. 
He is he a Bigfoot. Has some big feet too. He is a green Bigfoot. He's a green Bigfoot. He's a green Sasquatch. Yeah. Whoa. Like, you can't even Whoa. argue that one. Oh my God. Tyler, in huh. our universe, it's a Santa Bigfoot versus a Grinch Bigfoot. Hell yeah. It's a like Bigfoot it. war. Yeah. I like it. Oh man. Somebody give us millions of dollars to fund this movie. What would we need? Like uh, three million? Uh, we'll do it. A little more. Five million dollars. Here's five million dollars so we can film this. Uh, Tyler, you'll be Bigfoot Santa. Alex, you'll be Grinch Santa. Grinch Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. oh my God! This world is fantastic. All right, so we. <laughs> Alex, you blew my mind there. You both blew my mind. Right? Was... Grinch is a Bigfoot. So it's and, set itself up. And even in the movie, they don't think he's really real because they sneak up to find yeah. his cave. All right, all right. So, so we got Santa Bigfoot sneaking around, giving everyone presents, and then we got Grinch Bigfoot coming around to steal everyone's presents. Why is he stealing the presents that Santa Bigfoot is giving him? Because he was part of those big feet before, but got ostracized. He was cast out because he was green. Oh, rather than normal colors that he could blend in, he stuck out, and so. He went off and decided, I'm going to do it my own way. Oh, Tyler. Like Rudolph in his red nose. Yes. Oh. All right. Did I the like Grinch employs Rudolph? Yes. Oh. Steal Rudolph. Oh, I scooped that. Grinch steals right. Rudolph and makes him like his anti-Christmas war horse he rides into town on. <laughs> yes. Anti-Christmas war horse. <laughs> Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very oh. shiny nose, and if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. With the blood of his enemy. Exactly! Now you're getting it. Okay. So, I didn't anticipate us just to create a shared universe amongst all these guys, but let's just roll with it right now. Let's roll yeah. right into Rudolph here. <laughs> well. Rudolph is the warhorse of the Grinch so, Rudolph is the warhorse of the Grinch here. Did the Grinch just steal him, or did the Grinch compel him? I think Santa the Grinch, Grinch. I think the Grinch went up to Rudolph like, "Hey, you know, we're one and the same here, pal. No one likes me because I'm green. No one likes your red nose. Let's join forces and you know, oh, have some oh, fun." Okay. I see yeah. what you're saying. So, like, at the beginning of the movie, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, instead of sticking with the reindeer and the whole lighting the way, the Grinch just comes in and says, hey, they hate you because you're different. They hate me because I'm different. Exactly. exactly. I like you because you're different. Oh, my God. Yeah. Work with me. Oh, yeah. man. So Santa doesn't have nine reindeer. He's only got eight. Yeah. He's got Comet, yeah. Thatcher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Prancer, Dancer, and Comet. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Yeah, that's what I said. I had a jingle all the way moment with you. Where I'm like, God, I'm like... Alright, so... Now... Is Rudolph and the Grinch... Are they violent at all towards people, or are they just mischievous and thieves? Oh. Thief. Salty. 
Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking too. I feel like you know, if pressed to the limit, they might you know hurl someone through a wall. But I don't think that's their that's their game. Yeah. They really just want to kind of steal everything and ruin Christmas for people, like it's ruined for them. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. No reindeer games. No, no, uh, no inclusions for the Grinch at all. So, kind of in line here, though, building off Rudolph and the other reindeer themselves. Does Santa's magic make the reindeer fly, or do the reindeers have that power themselves? That's within them. That's within them? Yeah, I'd go with that. Oh, wow. All right, we're blowing some doors open here. All right. (sighs) So, let's see. Let's, all right, here we go. I got an idea here. So we have two warring factions here. We have two famous snowmen. There's no Rudolph. That's a very angry Rudolph. Right? We have, of course, Frosty the Snowman. And we have Sam the Snowman. He's the storyteller from the movies. Hmm. Do you remember remember from the old Rudolph movies, there's that snowman telling the story at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, that's Sam. Okay. That's Sam the Snowman. Yeah. yeah. So. He's on Santa's army. That's, he's omniscient, right? Because he has all the information on everybody. Yeah, I'm saying he's on Santa's arm. Yeah. I, I can see that too. So, yeah. the two, what makes Frosty and Sam different? Besides, they always have two different personalities, but they're both magic snowmen. Sam doesn't have a backstory. No one cares <laughs> about Sam. That's why he's like Santa's, uh, he's like the storyteller on Santa's side. He's passing on yeah. the tales. So let's uh let's focus on Frosty here because he's a little more well known and has more to dig into. Frosty's basically the squirrel. Yes. All right. Was what? a jolly, happy soul. That's the there's the piece right there. Soul. He has a soul. Shit. He's a living, breathing creature with a soul. So, Frosty for us, is he still the jolly happy, just kind of running through the world, being happy, and then he just melts randomly? Or, like, is he fearful? Is he angry? Does he Does he melt? He says he'll be back someday. But he still melts. So what happens to him when he melts? He, turn, he turns into a puddle. The puddle of apple <laughs> yeah. waits in the clouds until he comes back. So he... So he waits in the clouds. Yeah. He's hanging up there, rolling some dice, playing some bingo, whatever they do up in the clouds with other raindrops. And then, then waits till December to roll around. And then he comes in like a bat out of hell. And, or, wait, hold on. Rewind. What about Jack Frost? We'll get to Jack Frost. But, Frosty doesn't become Frosty until they put the magic hat on him. Yeah, yeah. There must have been some magic left inside that hat they found. So when they put it on his head, he came and bounced down. So is the hat. So what happens, yeah, what happens to that hat after it evaporates? 
like the hat don't. doesn't melt. No. So, so is the hat the is it the sorting hat? Does the sorting hat have a relative in America? Huh. And instead of telling people what wizarding house they go into, it just brings inanimate objects to life. Who has the hat? Grinch Squatch or Santa Squatch? Neither. Who wants the hat? Grinch. Oh my god. So Frosty the Snowman is actually the hat. No. My Frosty when it starts to snow, as he as he snow, he's coming down like super hard, like in you know, full on rage. And as he gets close to Earth, he starts accumulating and becoming like, you know, taking more frosty form. So you're, become, you're sticking with the frosty goes to the clouds. Yeah, but he's coming down just like a, like you said, a bat out of hell. Starts accumulating, like looking for his hat. Looking for his hat. Yes, that's it. He's a. I don't really know if vengeful is the right way, but he's a spirit always hunting for his hat. Yep. And he can't be complete without his hat. Yeah. What happens when he gets his hat? Does he just reach full power, or does he become something else? He reaches full power. Now, yeah. when he's full power, is he still, like, temporary? Like, when it melts, he can melt? Or is he like Olaf, where he's got permafrost? No, he's not. He doesn't have permafrost. Because we see in all the things, even with the hat, he melts. Still melts. But he just becomes more powerful. He can spread snow and holiday cheer better with the hat. So, Santa Squatch wants the hat to get Frosty so he can build the Christmas spirit. The Grinch wants it, so Frosty can't do that? Or is he going to try to keep him locked up? Like, hey. He can't control Frosty. Frosty is a being of joy and merriment. Frosty can't be controlled. So he needs that to stop him. Alright. So Jack Frost is on the list. And uh, let me tell you. Jack Frost I was picturing is Martin Short from the Santa Claus 3. Good one. From the uh, 99-2000s. Nope. So, but that's that's what gives us a little wiggle room here with Jack Frost. Like, who is our Jack Frost? Uh, you know, I yeah. know the cold misers on here too. I was going to ask about similar that. Similar to Jack, well, to, similar to Jack Frost. Couldn't Snow Miser just be a different name for Jack Frost? That could be. That could be. So Jack Frost slash Snow Miser. So I like Jack Frost as a humanoid who controls winter and brings the cold. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Kind of makes him more of like a godly being, though. Like neither good nor evil. He he's the herald of Frosty. Ooh. When Frosty's coming to town, Jack Frost has to come first. He is Frosty's herald. Oh, like the Silver Surfer is Galactus's herald. I dig it. I dig it. I. That's going to end in disaster. So much disaster over there. Off camera, oh, Scooby is sitting atop the tallest chair, and it's just going to end real bad. Real or, soon. Or, does Frosty fight for Santa, and Jack Frost is on the Grinch's side, and they go at it like, 
Fighting hard. Could bring Jack Frost in as the snowman then. Even evil Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Frosty spreads Christmas joy. Jack Frost wants to make it cold and bitter. Yeah. Hey, uh, make the roads icy so people get hurt. Yes. There we go. So we got Grinch with Rudolph and Jack Frost and Santa with Frosty. And the reindeer. And the reindeer. And the elves. Well, we'll get to the elves. We'll get to some elves. All right. All right. All right. So I think the Grinch, you know, needs some bodies. Okay. Well, let's bring up the Nutcracker and the Mouse King. Ooh. Rat King. Now, I was thinking, like, in the Nutcracker, the Rat King is evil, but the Grinch doesn't feel evil in this. He just feels hurt. Opposed. Yeah. yeah. Bitter? Yeah, bitter. Like, and he just wants to stop the Sasquatch Santa from doing his thing. Mm-hmm. So, would he even entertain the Rat King, or would he recruit the Nutcracker and the Nutcrackers to be in his army? Uh, or do you think he could control the Rat King to do his thing? Like, hey, I'll give you cheese. You give me your people. We're not going out here to kidnap or kill anybody. Let me put something out to you. I'm listening. The Nutcrackers... Oh. The Nutcrackers Jeez, are on Grinch's side. Alright, I'm all the for Grinch it. The Grinch has the army of the Nutcrackers. Ooh, he builds up. The Rat King... Is not on either side. Whoa. He's just a rogue faction. Oh. He's doing his own thing. He doesn't want to be on Santa's side, but he doesn't want to be on the Grinch's side. He is a minor adversary in this overall war. Oh. All right. Rat King's going to wait back and watch who comes out victorious. But the Nutcrackers, I, th I think Grinch would be trying to build up that army and would convince the Nutcrackers to help. Uh, defend all that is good for uh, people who are not like others. I can dig it. I can dig because it would still allow the Nutcrackers to oppose the Rat King and his forces. Ooh, alright. Tyler, how do you feel about that? You know, I'm not going to lie. Not too familiar with the Rat King. And the only thing I really know about Nutcrackers is I own a few of them. Different themed Nutcrackers for around the house, you know? So, honestly, a little out of my realm here. So, you know what? Sounds great. <laughs> I love it. All right. Nutcracker's on the side of the Grinch. That's a good take. It's a hot take, but it's a good one. That is a good one. Especially an army of Nutcrackers just all marching in unison, like with their, their mouths going up and down. All right. Like so, this, this is going to be a little bit of a controversial couple here. And I could see these being like the Rat King, neutral doing their own thing. Jack Skellington and Oogie Boogie. Both took the place of Santa. One lovingly, 
Oogie doesn't take the place of Santa. Oogie kidnaps Santa from. Tries to murder Santa. Yeah. To take, to take his place. place. Thank you, Tyler. It's not to take his place. <laughs> I watch that movie twice a year. <laughs> I know this one inside and out. I was watching the third. Wait, you got to read between the lines in the movie. All right. Yeah, that's, yeah. As someone with a writing degree, I can tell you, you got to look between the lines. I have a writing degree. <laughs> so, I'll let you guys talk on this one because I have some strong thoughts on this one. Good, so you can clean it up. Yeah. Jack Skellington is definitely on Santa's side because he wants 100%. to 100% spread Christmas. He wants to give gifts. He wants to be everything with Christmas to do. That said, is you know, so he pairs up with Santa Squatch, I think, pretty well. But here's the thing with Oogie Boogie. You know, like I, don't, I don't... I don't know if Oogie Boogie could work with somebody. And I don't know if the, he'd be okay taking orders from the Grinch because the Grinch isn't going to let Oogie Boogie do his own thing. He's not going to be like, Oogie Boogie, you can go kidnap people. You can try to get your kids to murder them. You can do carnival wheels and shit with them. You can do all this stuff. You can cut them in half. But I don't, I don't know if Oogie Boogie would listen to the Grinch. But if he would, I think the Oogie Boogie would beat the Oogie Boogie. I think he would be a great. Let's uh, do another rogue faction. Yeah, that's like that. What I keep going to because like he'd be a fine lieutenant for the. Maybe he was a lieutenant for the Grinch, but the Grinch didn't like how much of a bad guy or wild card he was, and was like, "Hey, you got to get out." And now Oogie yeah. Boogie, he's trying to stop both of them because he's mad at the Grinch, and he hates Jack Skellington and wants to kidnap Santa. It's got bones. No pun intended, but. So, if you want my answer on this. So, 100%, yes, you're right. Jack is on Santa's side. The the original uh, recorded audio epilogue to Nightmare Before Christmas that is not in the film, but is on the soundtrack, even talks about Santa, after everything, being fond and being friends with Jack. And checking up on him every now and then. And they're good friends. So yeah, 100%. Jack is on Santa's side. That is a no argument. Oogie, your argument of can he work with other people? I turn your attention to Kingdom Hearts. The villains in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are... Well, in 1 in particular, there was a a council of Disney villains. Oogie Boogie is on that council. He is works in a team. However, I will give you... He is a wild card. Oogie is a wild card. That is understood across the board. Even in Kingdom Hearts, they're like, he just kind of does his own shit. So I will say, I like the idea that he was a former lieutenant. I think that's really hilarious. But instead of a rogue faction, I think it's a rogue soldier. So like, he doesn't have, he does not have an army. He's got three kids, Lock, Shock, and Barrel. That's not an army. That's four people. That is the rogue faction. Where the Rat King has his rat soldiers, he's got an army. Oogie Boogie is a AWOL soldier with his own three underlings. And he's just... He's going to do more damage to Santa than the Grinch, but he's not going to turn up an opportunity to fuck with the Grinch. So he's just out to hurt everybody. Yeah. 
He's his focus is it's going to do more good for the Grinch because he's going to be doing more things towards Santa. But a hundred percent, if he sees an opportunity to take down Grinch, he's doing it. Okay. You know, I think I can get on board with that. Um. So before we continue here, we do have a video submission for who we talk about next. Oh. Now, Tyler, I know you won't be able to see the video, but you should be able to recognize the voice Uh-oh. who sent this in. So let's go ahead. Take it away, screw. Hey, all you gabagools over at Who's Ghost Stories. It's your brother. It's your lover. It's your blue furred bastard. Screw Hammerton here. I heard y'all are doing a Christmas episode. Well, holiday episode, I guess, right? Right? Holiday? Holiday? Yeah, yeah. My crew says, yeah, holiday. So sorry. Scratch that. Holiday episode. Just wanted to uh, drop in my two cents here, you know? Heard you're talking about some holiday cryptids. Well, how about we talk about the creepiest cryptid of all? The gingerbread man. Look, I know what you're thinking. This guy's a little cookie. Probably just step on him. But look, there's been like four movies called The Ginger Dead Man, where he just slaughters a whole shit ton of people. And, uh, you know, Gingy from Shrek, he got his leg broken off and he still came back. And then there was that giant gingerbread man. Giant gingerbread man. He like tore apart a whole kingdom. The whole kingdom. Gingerbread man. Okay, gingerbread man. You hear me? So, let's talk about the gingerbread man here. I'm thinking, hmm, a little witch cooked him up, but you know what? He wasn't happy working for a witch, so he decided to unalive the witch, and uh, he took over, and now he has magical powers. He can, um, he can grow really big. He can heat himself up to, you know, get stronger, but you know what? I'm not the cryptid expert here, so I want to hear what you guys have to say. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about some gingerbread men. Well, thank you, Screw. <laughs> Always good to hear from a listener, a fan. It is. Even, you know, Screw Hammerton's a legend in his own right, so the fact he came through it all for us is yeah. impressive. But uh, I'm glad he took a break from over the boards to talk to us. So, miracle. Gingerbread man. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that one, and that that's, brings up a good point. Yeah, hundred percent fighting for Santa. Like, what he is he? The... Absolutely. I mean, gingerbread houses. I mean, it is pure Christmas ASMR. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna branch off I of Tyler because I think I think he's right that Santa it would be on Santa's army, but I don't think it's. Because the gingerbread man agrees with it. I think Santa appeases him. Oh? Yeah. Hmm? He provides the gingerbread houses. He has his elf working on this stuff. He is making sure that the gingerbread man has everything he wants. Because if the gingerbread man has the magic, can't he just make an unlimited army of gingerbread soldiers? So that's what I was going to make a gingerbread clan. I'm not sure I like the name, but yes. <laughs> it rhymes. It rhymes. Get your G- head out of the car. It gutter. does rhyme. GBC. 
GBC. GBC. It's very got teeth. There you go. I like it. I like it. The so gingerbread man and his gingerbread clan. So is he the nope nope? Let's say is he the gingerbread clan wizard? Oh come on! Why'd you take it there? It's the holidays. Because <laughs> he because he got the magic from the witch. I was connecting the dots. So yeah, well, yeah, whichever way you take that. I'm gonna throw something else out here though. I. I gotta say, I like the idea cooked up by a witch, and then, you know, took the witch out. But, who's to say she made one gingerbread man? I know. What if she made two, and Santa's gingerbread man's not the one that killed her? The other what one. What if she made a whole sheet tray of gingerbread man? And the one good one went with Santa. There's a rogue clan of gingerbread men out there. Are Ooh. they making their way to Oogie Boogie or Grinch at all? Should we just... Oh, oh, dude, if that's the case, they're definitely going with the Grinch because one, one out of the whole baking sheet became famous. They're pissed off. They're going with the Grinch. Oh. That's the first thing. Second thing is, I'm just saying, they're not going to Oogie Boogie. He's eating them. That's true. But also, you know, the Grinch doesn't want that Christmas spirit, but he could still find ways to yeah, appease but- them. You know, like maybe not different icing. Change yeah. up how they look. They're not Christmassy. Yeah, they're soldiers. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So we got, let's say, eleven gingerbread men for the Grinch, one for Santa, and the one for Santa, like you said, he's the one that got famous. Yeah, and like Screw pointed out, in the last movie, Homeboy, fucking ten times in size, became giant. So, now, is that an ability? Or kind of like he said, does he have to bake himself up to get stronger and bigger? I think he has to bake himself up. So, he just hops in, like, a giant magical oven or whatever, and kind of like Rita uh, repulses his way into being... <laughs> I feel like it's more Hulk-like. Oh! Just when he gets... Yeah. You know when, he, when, he feels... when I'm angry... That was good. When, that was really good. When the Christmas spirit is strong enough, he can yeah. increase 200 oh times. God. Instead yeah. of the Christmas heart growing 12 oh. times or whatever, Gingy just grows yeah. 600. Yeah, exactly. Don't you, have to, don't you have to get jolly? The trick is, I'm always jolly. and just. Hi, Mo. Don't you need to be jolly to go, Hulk? That's my secret. <laughs> I'm always jolly. Yeah, exactly. And then as he transforms, blasting on like bass boosted. Have a holy jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. (laughs) Like super bass boosted so you can barely understand it. Perfect. Thank you, Screw. For that recommendation, holy shit, did that take a turn? I was not expecting that. Yeah. So, let's go. After this one, I'll ask you guys, you know, maybe if you want to throw a character out there, because I do have a list, but, you know, we want to make it a little interactive here. Uh, Let's go with one of my favorite Christmas slash holiday slash every day of the year characters. Bumble, the abominable snowman from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
you know, he's basically the size of like King Kong. Yeah. Uh, he's the Abominable Snowman, which is a, a Yeti. He's a little different looking, though. But um, what do you guys think? I almost, I almost think he would probably stay neutral, or maybe lean towards yeah. Santa. He does end up helping out Santa later on. Mm, but yeah, doesn't he also help Rudolph? He does. He helps Rudolph probably more so than Santa because Rudolph turns him. Oh. Hmm. God. Interesting. Does the Grinch have an abominable snowman on his side? That would counteract Gingy's giant. He can't be the only one living up there on Mount. What was it? Crumpton? Crampton? Krampus? Abominable snowman? No, the mountain that uh, Grinchy Mount lives on. Crumpet. Crumpet. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Dump it to Crumpet. You can't be the only one up there, right? Right. Bumble lives in the Frosty Mountains. So... Okay, so I hmm. like where this is kind of going. We are kind of putting Bumble on the Grinch's side. Is the Bumble his own thinking being? Is he just a friend of Rudolph? Or is he like a rancor, like the pet of the Grinch? No, he's better than that. He's got his own, like, Thoughts about him, like yeah, yeah, for sure. I do like the idea of him as a ring. <laughs> Just the grin, uh, the Grinches, and bring out the Bumble. So, so Bumble kind of was brought in by Rudolph. So he's more so loyal to Rudolph than the Grinch. So if somehow Santa could convince Rudolph to come back, Bumble. he would get Bumble as well. Now, in our universe, is Bumble also the comedic relief where he just keeps messing up everything of the Grinches because he's so big? I like that, yeah. Absolutely. Where he's just... Bumbling and fumbling. Yeah. Bumbling and fumbling. Bumbling and fumbling. And that's what the Grinch calls him. Yeah. Bumbling, fumbling, fool. <laughs> I thought Bumble's bounced. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Alex, before I go back to the list here, I can pull up the list for you. What are any characters you want to bring up or talk about here? You said we're going to talk about elves, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So then I don't need to talk about that. Um, We can skip right to the elves if that's who you want. I'm interested in the elves thing, but I... No, I'm, I'm going to wait for now, because I, I got to think. Tyler, is there any characters or anyone or anything that you want? Huh. What kind of brother on elves? Um... Uh, I don't know. Oh, take it east. Um, let's see. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Guys, who's here? Benji, who's here? You're right for the elf. Who's here? Who's here? 
took him all of three seconds to realize. The lovely effervescent Megan has finally arrived. So the doggies are now distracted. They don't think we're cool anymore. No. Do you have Heat Miser on your list? He's on there, so if you want to go to Heat Miser. No, no, no. I'm just making sure. Uh, you know what? All right. Let's go ahead. Let's go to elves. Because we got some things to talk about here. I would hope so. Because I have questions about we the elves. We've got some elves to talk about here. So. When you think of elves. You know. There's many different things. There's. You know. The little kid looking people from the Santa Claus. There's. The elves from the Rudolph. So I think is what I'm going to do here. I'm putting Buddy in, the elf. I'm putting in a few categories here. I got. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer's Elves with Conrad, or whatever his name was. Connor. Bonner, whatever his name Concord, was. whatever. Yeah, Kumquat. And then, I think another category, we're going to do Elf on the Shelf. And then, That's its own thing. And then, also, its own thing, we'll, we'll put Buddy the Elf in there, too. So I think we got Elf, Buddy, and then Elf on the Shelf. I uh, need to say this right now. I'm listening right now. Elf on the Shelf is Santa's Recon. Oh. 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 He's his that spy, is, his recon. That is in the lore of the Elf on the Shelf already. So, like, legitimately, oh. that is it. The Elf on the Shelf, in every location, is legitimately Santa's spy <laughs> intel network. They're a hive mind. They huh. share thoughts. They don't need to talk to anyone. They share their thoughts telepathically. They're all connected. I like it. They have their own little internet of... I like it. Internet of communication. I like it. So, we already established Santa has his elves. His elf on the shelf is his recon. Spy network. What yeah. is a Buddy the Elf? He does a have his whole story in Elf, you know, where he's a human raised as an elf, goes out into the real world, you know. He's on Santa's side. He, Even though he's different, the Grinch can't convince him because Buddy's too much of Christmas cheer. He's about spreading Christmas. Yeah. So, huh. he's got them all. Alright, alright. So, so, I have a question about the regular worker elves, because that was something that I wanted to know. Are they on Santa's army because they want to be, or are they conscripted to be on his army? Um, I I don't think you can break Santa and the elves up. I think they want to be there. I think yeah, he gives they them enough to make them want to. Absolutely. Okay. I, I think he you know the elves love the big guy. So, here's a question, though. Side note: Who's Jolly and who's Holly on the screen here? Oh well, it's it's easy. You can't tell. I mean, I can't see Alex at all because my face is covering his on this app. (laughs) So I'm Holly. All I can see is Alex's arms. So. I'm Holly. Anyway, so, sorry, I didn't mean to get off course there. 
you're fine. So, all right. So the last thing here, we have two warrant factions, and uh, you know, Tyler, Alex, if either of you have to get going for this part, that is perfectly fine here. Um, can we just say real quick, Heat Miser is definitely on the Grinch's side. Oh yeah, he's he's got it. He's 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 anti Christmas. It makes sense. Um. Kind of like we did with the Cryptid Royale. Try to come up with a new Christmas cryptid and what side he would be on. I'll go first here because I've already been thinking about it. Um, I think mine is a polar bear with with ram's horns and the tail... Of a chimpanzee or a spider monkey. Spider monkey. So it, everything scales up to the polar bear size. And oh. this creature, I'm putting on the Grinch side. You know, it's a wild animal and mm-hmm. the Grinch has tamed it. And, you know, his thought is this creature is great for busting into houses that don't have a chimney, uh, ravaging the place, just destroying the place, and can also be like a pack mule for him. And uh, it's uh, called the uh, Appalachian Goat Bear. I like it. So I think I got mine real quick. All right. This is a rough cut. All right. Fighting for Santa. Because originally I was just going to go on the Grinch side, but we'll fight for Santa today for good Christmas. Uh, a King Penguin. Ooh. Right, or Emperor Penguin. Son what, of a Emperor, bitch. right? Yeah. Right? With the horn of a narwhal. Narwhal? Narwhal? Narwhal. Yeah! With, with the horn of a narwhal. Oh, bitch. And as far as, like, powers, I really, you know, I think, like, a machine gun that just like launches snowballs that come out you like like a gunshot, so it still hurts. Oh my god! And <laughs> and his narwhal horn isn't his narwhal horn isn't just for looks, right? Okay, it's like a fucking massive drill bit. Yes. So this yep, is the exactly. creature Santa is sending out to fight the Grinch's uh, minions yeah. in the Grinch. Exactly. So we have the uh let's see what should the name be? The uh the North Pole uh North Pole Emperor Narwhal. North Pole Emperor Narwhal. And he his his goal is just to to you know fight just the Grinch and all Christmas the Yeah, exactly. Funny to preserve the house. White, straight, like a candy cane. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh man. Oh yep. man. Appalachian goat bear meets the North Pole Emperor Narwhal on the battlefield. I'm I'm putting my money on the Emperor Narwhal on that uh, one. Hell yeah. Well that's right. So I'm gonna repurpose my Santa cryptid. I'm gonna say that on the Grinch side. The Grinch, with the help of some other people like Jack Frost and whatnot, have developed, because they don't have that network of hive mind spies like Santa does. 
So they create their own biological Santa. Oh, Santa. It's not Santa, it's Santa. And it's the same thing like, like it's the giant eye that can see all. And it's got those tendrils that reach out and can do things. It's how it sees. It's how the Grinch keeps its intel going on. It's not perfect. But it's an abomination that it doesn't fight for them. It is their whole network of looking for things. It's a fake Santa. I love it. That is so in-depth. All right. I was going for more quirky and funny, but that's like well thought out. I, I love no, I think your quirky was actually perfect. I think Santa really needed a heavy hitter. Yeah. And he needs one to take on the Grinch's heavy hitter, and that's gonna be a battle for the ages, I think, yeah. in our movie. Um Wow. Uh I think we'll do that'll call it for this episode. Uh but this was so much fun and we have so what? many other characters we can pull from. We might mm-hmm. have to do part two. Because you know, we got people like the Krampus, Baby New Year, Father Time. Oh God, I forgot about those. Oh, two. Father Time. It, that means Scrooge McDuck. Scro- oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Scrooge, not Scrooge McDuck. They're two different characters. Scrooge McDuck. Yes, these are all people that we can draft onto the Grinch and Santa Squatch's side. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna have to have a part two of this. But uh, <laughs> Alex, anything you want to wrap up this chapter with? Um, I, we may have, uh, I may have created a Grinch team member, but I want to say I'm team Santa. That's what I want to say. Tyler, how about you? A blast. I can't wait for part two. And I might have to, not might, but or my best ugly sweater next time. I missed the memo here. <laughs> right? This, this was indeed a hell of a time. Great way to sp- great way to spread a really fucked up version of holiday cheer. <laughs> Tyler, are you on right right now? Since you know we'll have part two, but right now, are you on a team Grinch Squatch or Santa Squatch? Well, definitely Santa Squatch, but Grinch Squatch though, I think he's he's got some heavy hitters on that side. He, he wouldn't be hard to entice you over there, but uh, I think for right now, I'm on team Santa Squatch. Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll see how it shakes out. Who else he gets? Because there's some heavy hitters coming up in uh the next parts, and uh, we'll we'll draft this team, and uh, we'll see who wins this fantasy warfare. Uh, but thanks everyone for coming. Uh, I hope you all have a safe and happy holiday season. Yes. Make sure you like and subscribe, and come back more for some Who's Ghost Stories Fantasy Holiday Wars. And stay in the light.